Hey, Jay. Yo. What's up? Uh, what it do? I don't know. What it do? Nephew. Hashtag no cap. Dude, this, this is my crazy thing now. I don't know if I talked about that last week, but just learning all the new lingo that's going on right now. Dude. All the kids are talking about? On the, on the streets right now. No cap is like one that I just found out about. So I've seen that, I think, on like Twitter or something where they said no cap. Mm. I had no idea what they're talking. What is that? What does that mean? It's like no lie. Like, like oh, you know, oh. 100% like facts. No cap. Like no lie, no cap. Uh, That's crazy. People kept putting that in uh, in the chat, you know, where I'm like giving a lesson and, and I'm getting on my soapbox, right? I'm like doing my thing. I'm like preaching to these kids. And I'm like, yo, I believe in you. You're the one. You're going to come out on top. Hey, don't listen to this place. Listen to the man. Try to keep you down. And then I just like kept seeing like preach, preach. And then all of a sudden it was like, no cap. And I was like, oh, snap. I don't know what that means. Like no shots. Like no shots being taken. That's what I thought at first. It was like, <laughs> oh, you know, like, you know, we're not going to shoot. You're not gonna we're not going to shoot this cap. guy. Or, bust the cap yeah, in you, like. yeah, no, no cap. Like, oh, you know, like no shots fired. Everything's cool. No Everything's peaceful. No uh, that's what I thought at first, and, and I legit had no to had to look it up. And then, um, the like the next day, I had to like tell my kids I was like, "Yo, you got to call me Boomer all you want. I don't even care." I had to look this up because I didn't know what it was. And yeah, they had to like they were just like laughing at me. They're laughing. <laughs> But I'm glad you didn't go like brah, brah, that's right, no cap. <laughs> and I was like doing the gun too. Yeah. Brah, brah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just throwing that at them like all, all class period. They'd be like, what are they talking? What is he talking about? I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that tomorrow. <laughs> brah. I think they'll freaking love it. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. What's, what's the yeah, uh, those are, those what's... are like the new that's the, that one and then like it's not that it's new, but I feel like I've been getting like a good amount of it. Like cringe is another one that's like really good. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy. They're hitting you and, up with uh, cringe and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get a, I'll get an occasional cringe, oh, but like, I feel like it's, I feel like at this point it's, it's a, uh, it's like a, uh, um, hold on, an endearing. Hold on, Jason's calling me. What happened? <laughs> why? I don't know why you're in his voice. That's fine. If you can, if you can figure out, no. Well, why? Cause, oh, because mom's not here yet, right? <coughs> oh shoot. Yeah, that's fine. Just, just put it in the driveway, <laughs> and then let mom, let mom park on the grass. <laughs> okay. What? All right, we're you're you're on our episode right now, dude. So. Just park in the driveway. Okay. All right. Bye. <laughs> oh, shoot. That was cringe right there, dude. That was that cringe. Was, that was cringe. No cap. That was legit. No that cap. Was legit cringe. No cap. Oh, my gosh. That was well, awesome. I just thought I had to answer the phone because I wasn't sure because his car is not running that well. So I have to go get it fixed. And um, I was afraid that his car didn't turn on or something right now. Like, oh, shoot. Better. <laughs> Freaking Jason. That's funny. Yeah, um, anyways. But yeah. yeah, it's been like adventures in like uh high school lingo have been pretty interesting. But yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Dude, so I fun. wouldn't know, man. I'm I'm like I would be lost too, so I totally understand. So I love it. That's, 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 that's good that's though. Cool be- do, just kind of like keeping it like I'm approaching this as like 
I'm going to be as vulnerable and transparent to you as possible so that then it can become endearing. So like, then it's like, Oh, like Mr. J, like uh, that, that guy, he's a, he's like super cool. You know, like I'm not trying to, I don't repeat those things. Cause for me, I'm like, I'm not going to be that guy either. Like, Hey guys, like I'm hip and I know what like no cap means and all that stuff. So okay, this not, is your homework guys. No cap. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But um, just acknowledging the fact that I don't know, I think, has bridged a gap. And and it's kind of, it's become like, I've become more relatable to them through that. So, Dude, you should bring up the ones that you learned when you were a kid, dude. You'd be like, you know, dude, you guys oh, have, dude, you guys have homework you this weekend. Psych! <laughs> <laughs> Something they don't, don't, do. <laughs> don't be biting on each other. Don't fight each other's work. Exactly. Dude, let me tell you a story really quick. All right, so... Uh, I started grad school yesterday, light flex, just flexing on people really sure. quick. Yeah. And um, you can afford education. Go for it. Go. Yeah. <laughs> and so one of my dude, one of one of the the professors was telling us a story about uh, about one of her, her students who thought that she didn't know Spanish. And so she <laughs> She she was like she was like the, the, the student, you enjoyed the story. <laughs> the student was like the student was like oh le va a salir mecos las narices. Wait wait say it again because you broke up a little bit. Say it again. Say it again. You the, broke the up. Professor a... the professor was like you know she she was talking to the student, <clears throat> but didn't know that she knew Spanish. So the student told one another student. That was like, oh, le vas a salir mecos de la nariz. And uh, the... <laughs> what? And the, the, the professor was like, she was like, uh, in Spanish, she's like, I know what you guys are saying. And that is like very disrespectful. And But dude, she said it like in front of all of us. Like, so just her sharing that story with us was like wild to me, dude. Like for yes. those who don't know, mecos means uh ejaculation or whatever so basically that meant that they were saying that oh she's she's gonna ejaculate from her nose or something like that so uh that was pretty that that's how we started off our class which was pretty awesome so was that like a warning and, uh, to everybody to make sure that they knew that she knew spanish yes yeah no no i i honestly don't even understand why she told that story <laughs> for real like to be honest, that that professor was one of those. Um, she was kind of like those like like archetypal like eccentric type professors that are you know like wild hair and just kind of like uh, tie dye shirt down with the man type of thing. Really. Uh, so she was very much like that sort of of professor. So she was just very very eccentric. And, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> that's so interesting. That's funny. kind of wild. But yeah, I love that. That's so wild. That sounds wild. I already know that the class is going to be awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, hey, you know what? Let's start it off. Welcome everybody to a brand new episode of the Beta Report. That's right, everybody. This is the con, one of your co-hosts. And we got Jay, my beta bro, my other co-host. What's up? What up, what up, beta bro, real bro. Beta bro, beta uh, bro, uh, real bro. We have another beta bro, but he couldn't make it today. He is still boxing stuff up because he's going to be back in L.A. Uno will be back in L.A. Damn, so. how long does it take to box stuff up, dude? That's what I'm like saying, boxing dude. things up for, like, He keeps sending us pictures, like guys, on boxing things up. <laughs> yeah. And there's, like, two other boxes. And I'm like, damn, how long does it take him up to put those stuff in those boxes? Dude? So whatever, <laughs> whatever, Uno. 
But yeah, that guy's he's like been here already for like the past month, and it's just the same the same uh, pictures in his camera roll. He's just like rolling one out every week. He's I literally like, oh, think look, it's look. I literally think it's the same box, and he just like moved it to another corner of his old house. <laughs> he took those pictures before he left. Seriously, nah, yeah, he's, no, yeah, that's uh, exciting though. I'm glad that he's gonna be closer to us, uh, even though we can't really be close to one another anyways, but. Uh, the fact that we know he'll be within driving distance. Bro, is there, is there is still a pandemic great. going on? Is there still a what? A pandemic going on? Uh, it doesn't seem like it anymore, huh? <laughs> Seriously? Is there a coronavirus out there? Yeah, dude. All that stuff is crazy, dude. I know. Um, wild. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, a, it's a trip. So anyways, hey, dude, last week we well, were talking about... Oh, did you want to say something? No, I was going to say that's a perfect way to segue into... Uh, your uh, your experience from the weekend. I do. You like, know what? Before I jump into that, though, I, I did. We were kind of talking this before we started recording, but I wanted to get your impressions real quick because you said you finally binged the second season of Umbrella Academy, dude. What'd you think, man? Did you like yes, it? Yes, dude. Yes. Um. <clears throat> so honestly, I think this is one of those rare occasions where actually it's not even as rare anymore because I feel like a lot of TV shows and movies have been doing this lately. Uh, but the the second season is actually better than the first, in my opinion, and and part of the reason why is um, uh, I think the like a a, um, a a big theme or like motif, I guess, of this show is that they're dysfunctional, right? Like that is like quintessential Umbrella Academy relationship dynamics or whatever. It's them like not getting along, but still like somehow working together and that's still present in this, in this season. But I think they did a good job of kind of nullifying that a little bit towards the end where, uh, as opposed to being like wholly reluctant to work with each other, like they had a very like genuine, um, moment of like, we're a family and we need to do this together. So that kind of like that pessimism got thrown out the door a little bit and, uh, that dysfunction, uh, was put on the back burner and and they actually worked together very well in that like last battle scene, uh, which I thought was like really, uh, it, to me it like did a great job of like capping the season off. So I think if if it would have been like I was mentioning to you earlier, if it would have ended the same way that the first season ended, where they were still like they were there together, but they still didn't really trust one another, mm-hmm. and they're like their that dynamic between the family was still like not good and this one i feel like there was there was there's still a little bit of that but they did a good job of of tearing that down and really like having them work together and like care for one another it was like pretty it was pretty like palpable you can tell that they were actually caring for each other at the end when you know they kind of give you the little psych out the little the little uh uh whoop-de-whoop where it's like vanya's in the car by herself and she's like yo i gotta go do this on my own but then like which you kind of knew was going to happen, but it still made it that much. It still made it sweet to have them actually enter the car and they're like, screw it. We had other priorities, but we're, we're still going to come with you. Yeah. Yeah. That was a turning point right there. But that, like, was, that was like awesome. The way yeah. the, the fact that they did that. And yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I definitely thought that it was, it, it works so much better once you have everybody together on the same <clears> team. <throat> Cause you already saw that in the first season, like everybody kind of scattered and not yeah. really, Wanting to help each other and stuff, but I love like you know the whole, um, uh, what, what's the um, the rumor? Uh, what's her name? Um, Allison. Allison, 
where she kept introducing her husband. Oh, this is my brother. And he's like, yeah. I just saw a big white boy outside of my house. Yeah. It's like, he's saying he's your brother. So like, and then she introduces him to another brother, which is, you know, uh, Klaus. Mm-hmm. And then says, I have a sister. And they're like, it's crazy where, you know, the dynamic they have. of They're all like foster kids, I guess, sort of or orphans, yeah. but they're all brought together. But they generally care about each other as brothers and sisters. So that, that I thought that was cool. I, I, the one thing that I wanted to tell you, dude, when, and I don't know if it was just me. But I felt like the weakest, the weakest link in there was was Ellen Page, man. Her character, and like her character really? arc. I thought so. I don't know why, man. I I just thought, you know, because like Diego, dude, Diego was dope, dude. Oh, Diego's amazing. <clears throat> Diego was him great. and him and Five are like probably my favorite characters of dude. Five, honestly, like, and that's one of the things. Like, it was a weird disparity between like the young old Five. And just like the old five, I was like, they don't—they're supposed to be the same, but like, I think they could have done a better job of casting like the older five, because like the young five has like some crazy like that board that boardroom massacre scene, like, dude, that was to me that was like, dude, this is this is amazing, dude, this is uh, on par with like the Daredevil hallway scene of like just complete carnage like him just taking everybody out but he almost is doing it with like like a sadistic smile on his face like you get like he's almost like enjoying it he's good at it yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, because he's like good at it but like the older five that they used was like i don't know he just seemed very like shaky he was just kind of like nervous and just didn't seem like he was the same character so i think that they really like kind of screwed it up there i love that that well, actor well I he forget, was I don't nervous know what his actual name is, he was but... nervous because remember they, they talked about the paradox that yeah but that... even like but even the and obviously they're not the same characters like they're not like i i just feel that the younger five whatever i i don't i can't remember what the actor's name is but he did like a really good job of like playing off of that paradox like a lot better than the older oh um. yeah but I just thought that it was they they made it seem that his um his older self was not really himself because they had that paradox thing so he couldn't act like himself completely because they had paranoia they like, yeah. like you said, acting nervous because of that whole thing. So, I don't know. But, yeah, yeah. I, I, overall, like, we, we can move on from it. But I, I just wanted to get your take on it because I really liked um, season two, and I'm hoping that they'll continue to do more. I'm kind of, like, kind of bugged with Netflix that, like, all our good shows that come out, they always cancel them. And then they, like, you know, they approve uh, another season of 13 Reasons Why. Like, what the heck? Like, we don't want that crap. Like we want actual, you know. I don't want a second season of Kiss Kissing Booth. Like we want, you know, right. uh, uh, Daredevil and those. And obviously, we're not gonna get those. But I'm I'm just saying, like these good shows, they just start like you know canceling them out and stuff. So yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like I just hope uh, they won't cancel Umbrella Academy. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, and I I think we'll talk about it as we go deeper into another Netflix show. But mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, Netflix is like, I don't know, dude, like they're hitting like their stride, I think. And they're doing a really good job of bringing a lot of this, a lot of these like original content TV shows. Maybe more so, it's kind of like the DC effect versus like the Marvel, like the 
like the DC versus Marvel, uh, you know, relationship or dynamic or whatever, where DC does really well with like TV, whereas Marvel does really well with, with movies. And I feel like uh, Netflix within itself is doing really, really well with like its TV shows uh, and, and like, okay with its movies. Uh, but where it like really shines, I feel like are its TV shows. And Umbrella Academy, I think is, is just one of those, dude. I think it's like up there. It is. With, I, I think it's one of the to. better shows oh, yeah. that are, that are on there yeah. and i think it will dude i mean introducing like the sparrow academy too um that cliffhanger i think is is pretty cool and whatever that's gonna look like going forward um do one of the things before we move on is like for me i i honestly didn't really mind vanya as much anymore i actually appreciated her character a little bit more this time around because it, like she wasn't as conflicted and just like I, I didn't I didn't mind her like one like one dimensional type of character this time around, but um, because it seemed like she was like she was okay with her power and like she was kind of figuring it out. But the one that I really like hated was Luther, dude. Like they made him into like such a freaking pansy in this one, dude. Like he was just not uh, he was not the number one. And I know they they were saying like Team Zero towards the end or whatever, but um, like you know I was kind of. I don't know. I just feel like they didn't use his character well. Um, and they still, I feel like, didn't do a good job of... They made him seem like the dope. Like, he's dope. Like, yeah. Dope. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah. I, I have no, no idea. And then it was almost like, it was almost like the, the, like, the opposite effect of, like, the Chris Hemsworth uh, uh, comedy turn to, like, Thor or whatever. I feel like they try to do something like that, where it's like, oh, here's this big dude, but he could also be funny. So, like, let's add that aspect to to his character and I feel like they try to do something like that where it was like oh let's make him like kind of quirky and like goofy a little bit and it just backfired like it just didn't work well yeah like it would have done better uh had he just taken like a leadership role and just kind of run with that um but I think that was the point he didn't want to be a leader that that was the whole thing is that he was forced to be a leader and he didn't want to be it I think that was part of the story on season one and um yeah he wasn't just you know I guess he wasn't good at it, but yeah, I guess the thing I was saying about Ellen Page and Vanya was it just I felt like it wasn't as um, it was almost I felt like almost contrived, you know, the whole story behind her and the you know the caretaker of the house, whatever. I don't know, it just it just it didn't resonate with me. It just didn't I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't really like it as much as the other stuff. But I mean, mm. it wasn't not by any means of saying there was. She was bad in it, but it was just like I meant the story itself was like yeah. the weakest of yeah, the weakest arc from the other ones. So, um, but yeah, uh, it's it's not it's it's good, and I'm hoping there'll there'll be uh, a season three. So yeah, we're talking about uh, last week. We talked about the movies, you know, the movie theaters about some of these. Excuse me, some of these um, Movie theaters opening up again because we had like one big movie coming out. We have Tenet coming out, I think, soon, right? Yeah, I think it's at the end of the month. Yeah, something like that. So it's gonna come out. So you know, was it safe to go to the movie theaters? And I found, I figured, well, I, I, I was just kind of thinking about options, and I said, oh, you know what? Why not try a drive-in? So I did a drive-in theater over the weekend on uh, Friday, and uh, I think everybody else thought the same thing too. Because it was, packed? it was packed, dude. Oh shoot! Huge lines to get into the drive-in, dude. And I guess everybody kind of like, oh hey, yeah, why not a drive-in, right? You could stay in your mm-hmm. car, you could social distance, don't have to worry about 
you know, uh, being in an enclosed building or anything. And uh, we thought it was be a we thought it would be a good idea too. I don't remember when was the last time that I've gone to a drive-in. If I when I may have gone like once or twice when I was like little, little, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I didn't even know there were still any drive-ins. I thought they were all into swap meets. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, well, dude. Usually they might come to swap meets, right? <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we went to go see New Mutants. And, nice. Um, I wish I could tell you that I knew everything that happened in the movie because I only got to see like 60% of the movie, dude. What? what does that even mean? Because, like, we got a good spot and everything. We got a nice spot. We got, you know, it was, we weren't like far away, you know, in someone's backyard watching the movie or anything. It was like, you know, pretty close. And the problem was that it was so dark. Like, the screen was not bright enough. And oh, really? It was too dark. Like, we couldn't, there were points where stuff was happening and we could not see anything on the screen. What? It was like so dark. I mean, obviously you could see blurry stuff, but we couldn't see anything because it was so dark. We literally were like, oh, that sounded like it was pretty cool. We couldn't see <laughs> That's anything. terrible, dude. And was it because, I mean, was it because it wasn't dark enough outside or? Well, the screen Ooh. itself wasn't bright enough. You know, it's like, could you just put the brightness up on the screen or something? Oh, or shoot. It was like the light bulb they were using for the projector was like dying or something. You should so just we- ask for your money back, dude. Well, that's um, I don't know how they would do that, dude. Like everybody there saw the same thing. We were just yeah. Like, so we were like, whatever. So we tried to see most. Of, so what we what we could see itself, the movie itself was was kind of bad. <laughs> it wasn't that great, dude. You could tell that there was so much like so much taken out, and 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 they they it didn't know what kind of movie it wanted to be. Was it an X Men movie? Was it a horror movie? Was it you know they had mm. the horror elements into it? They've talked about. This being the first X Men movie that was gonna be like a horror movie, yeah, and yeah, I could that's see actually, that. Yeah, and I can yeah. totally see that there are some creepy stuff in there or whatever, but it just wasn't completely there as a you know horror movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know they they threw in a little bit of those you know uh, we're gonna you know throw in the word X Men and oh are we, you know are you guys gonna be are we gonna be X Men and they you know they threw um, Exxon no not Exxon what is it. Um, so no, I forgot the name of the uh, company that that Mr. Sinister is involved with, and oh. um, I just right now it's it's um, I'm drawing a blank. But anyways, um, yeah. So it, it's just not that great, dude. It's not a unfortunately, it's not a a good start. I don't think it's an official X Men start. I don't think so because they didn't really made it out to be that way. So so yeah. So just- so did they do the whole like, oh, this is just setting up for the next part? Like, did they leave it kind no, of open ended? No, they- no, it was, it was, there was no nothing to suggest that there would be another movie over this. Oh wow! So it was like a very definitive. Like, Not even this that. Is- it just, it just, you don't know what's gonna happen. It's just like, I mean, spoiler alert: they get out of the hospital and they're like, oh yeah, let's go to the next town. It's like twenty miles away. Okay, and they walk out the gate and that's it. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. There was no like you know there was no um, cliffhanger or if there were end credits I don't know we couldn't see it because they literally turned the screen off but the sound was still on <laughs> so if there were end credits we didn't get to see it so anyways that was the experience I don't know if I'm gonna go back I definitely not gonna see Tenet in the drive-in because that movie's supposed to be like on a big screen so uh, if yeah. they put it at home 
You know what's getting good reviews right now, which I think I should probably should have spent money on, is uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music. And that's getting really? really good reviews on it. So maybe this weekend I'll rent that and uh, watch it. Well, this weekend Ted's. actually is uh, is another big release. Isn't Mulan coming out? Oh, this yeah, that's right. Mulan. No, scratch that. I'm not going to spend money on Bill and Ted. Yeah, because that was kind of what I was thinking too. I was like, oh, man, should I get Bill and Ted? But then I was thinking, like, I think I want to spend that money on Mulan, dude. Yeah, I think I'd rather save for Mulan. All right, so I guess the but weekend's been set. This is one of those opportunities where I wish I was, like, legitimately Ant-Man so that I can just, like, get the pirated movie on my phone and then get into a Hot <laughs> Wheel, and then it's, like, it looks like I'm in a big screen, uh, and we can have, like, our own drive-in theater there. That's uh, perfect. Dude, that would have been amazing, dude. Had, had that been the... Uh, if that were real, if we can actually do that, that'd be the best way to do it, dude. So, uh, unfortunately, the... The memory I'm gonna have about going to the drive-in is probably uh, it's not a great one. It's not a great one, and it's not because of the movie itself. It's because while I'm in the car, on in on the radio, listening to sports radio, they literally announced minutes after it got announced that Chadwick Boseman passed away. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I I was with my boys and uh, my kids and. Um, just in case people are thinking that my boys are my friends or something. No, they're my kids. Yeah. <laughs> my, two, um, my two kids, we were, uh, we were in the car uh, waiting to get into the drive-in. And we're li- I was listening to sports radio, and the guy mentioned Chadwick Boseman passing away. And I was like, no, what? Like, out loud, you know? Like, what? Like, how? Like, I, I was like, like, how everybody around the world was just shocked, utterly shocked. And it's unfortunate that we lost somebody who was, uh, by all means, not just a great actor, but by the testimony from people that we heard that were around him, just a great person, man. Mm. Just a really great person, dude. I think the fact that, dude, this guy had, I think he was, what, diagnosed with cancer in 2015? 16. 16? Yeah. Bro, he gave us, during the time he was getting treatment, he was he gave us Black Panther, Infinity War, Endgame, uh, Marshall, forty two, or did he do forty two before? I'm not sure. Let me check. Um, dude, he he made all these movies, um, and didn't tell anybody, nobody. And you know what, bro? Props to his whose inner circle, because nobody leaked it out. Yeah. Props to the people that he trusted that that knew about this because no one leaked it out. No one said anything. No one the only time that somebody or I heard people baby saying something was when he released one one uh picture earlier this year, I believe it was, when he was wearing the forty two cap and he looked really, really thin. Really thin. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw that picture. Yeah. Of him. <clears throat> but then other people were just talking about him like losing weight for a role and they didn't they didn't necessarily know that he was sick in that way which is which is pretty insane dude um yeah but yeah i mean definitely a titan a symbol of like that was one of the things that i always remember hearing uh somebody made a joke about it It it's like man this guy's played some of the most iconic black uh african-american characters in our history yet he has like the most whitest name ever you know like chadwick 
but um <laughs> but yeah dude i mean you think about it like he played black panther he played uh james brown he played jackie robinson uh all of these characters do like um that are huge while he like, was african-american symbols of just uh of um you know resistance and and power and um while he was uh, receiving treatment dude that's the whole thing yeah right? like, and resilience and i think that's the thing too yeah. it's like him uh you know physically living out that resilience that he was putting out on screen through all these other characters i think is probably what his legacy is going to hinge upon is just him being just this uh this huge pillar of strength and resilience that we get to just kind of look at and admire and be like you know he was able to uh undergo all of these obstacles and yet give us so many great performances and like so much of himself through all of these like i'm literally going to look at all of these movies in like a brand new lens like him actually going through all this stuff uh in his personal life uh and and how he was able to like approach every role with like such professionalism and poise and i don't know it's just it's amazing and it's a it's a sad loss for for everyone uh but especially as all of us marvel fans who um we're just so excited to continue to see him take over you know like what phase four was going to look like for marvel i'm sure he was going to play a huge part in that and um it's kind of unfortunate that we won't be able to see that anymore but you know the legacy that he leaves behind i think is is uh is amazing yeah it's great yep yep um changing gears here a little bit uh we have been just enthralled been just i don't I can't even try to think of another word here to describe what my experience and you've started it of watching probably one of the best you were talking about how good netflix is on tv shows although this is not a netflix original um, it got switched over to Netflix and I hope that they now if they own those rights to continue on with it and I'm talking about Cobra Kai bro this TV show is just amazing what was it doing on YouTube Red <laughs> like did they like um, pitch this and nobody wanted it cause man Probably, what a loss because if somebody if they would have just picked it up right away dude that you know, oh man, you're just it's just missing out. Like Cobra Kai, what is Cobra Kai? For those that don't know, Cobra Kai is a TV show based on the Karate Kid, and it actually features two of the original actors um, from that movie, um, Ralph Macchio as Daniel Larusso. He's back, <laughs> and the best part of this show is that he's not even he's a he's a main character, but the main main character of this TV show, who it focuses on. Is Johnny Lawrence, Mr. William Zipka, 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 who plays Johnny Lawrence, dude, the bully of the show. Yeah. And now he's your anti-hero. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, dude. This show is so good, bro. And dude, the crazy thing is that like I remember you raving about this show <clears throat> when it first when it was first released in on uh on YouTube. <clears throat> excuse me, and you were talking about this like way back when, dude, how great this show is. 
and how we should all like give it a chance. And this is one of the reasons why we should get into like the streaming, like the YouTube paid service or whatever. Uh, so I'm glad that it's on Netflix now. Yeah, right? with a wider audience. Able to, yeah, yeah, we're all able to enjoy it because it is, dude. It is like it who, is pretty amazing. How many people actually were, were paying money to YouTube to watch original shows? Because they didn't have anything good except yeah. for Cobra Kai, you know. And yeah, you're right. I saw this a while ago, like what 2017, I think, is when it came out. And um, I when the trailer came out, and I saw the first episode. But that's all I saw though because I didn't want to pay for another streaming service. Right. I already had already too many, so I was like, man, I'm just going to have to, you know, hopefully see if it comes out on something else. And uh, sure enough, you know, Netflix picked it up, and uh, both season one and season two is on there. On YouTube, you could see a little teaser for season three, which won't come out till next year because COVID and stuff. But, um, yeah, dude, I binged all of season one. I haven't done season two because, as a podcast, we want to go ahead and watch it together. So... We're waiting on you, Jay, to hurry up and finish season one. All right, all right, I'm going, I'm going. Well, why is this so good? All right, look, I could just say it's good and it's good, whatever, but haven't really given you a reason why it's good. Well, one, uh, it's got two original actors, and this is 34 years later from the original, dude. How crazy is that? Yeah, they come back wild. and play their original characters and stuff. Uh, two, the writing on this, the story itself, is it's so well done, man. It's like, it's so good. And, and three... Um, the way they use the old movie and some of these flashbacks that are like basically just scenes from the older movies, um, and basically just Karate Kid, they really don't go into the two or three yet. But, um, the way they use it, dude, it's not they don't use the flashback or the fact that it's you know, use its nostalgia as a crutch, it actually uses it to enhance the movie to enhance the story, to move it forward, as opposed to, hey, remember the crane kick? Let's practice yeah. doing the crane kick. Like, dude, there, there's, there's this one scene towards the end of the of the, of the uh, last episode, I think, the, the scene, that you see it, and then you're like, oh, he's going to do the... And then, you know, something happens, and you're like, I like that, dude. It's like <laughs> they took a different direction. It's, it, again, using the old... Uh, movie or the flashbacks from it or scenes from it. Dude, dude, they integrate actual scenes from the Karate Kid into the movie, the TV show itself. I don't know if I explained yeah. like, like, like sort of like a flashback, but they, it's like they actually play the scene for the movie, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's That's just, one of the things that that kind of uh, that shocked me in the beginning because it was full, of, like it was just the last scene of Karate Kid One to start. Yes. Off. Yes. So when I when we sat down to watch it with Christina, she was like, "Oh, we're gonna watch this again?" Because we had recently just watched Karate Kid, and she was just kind of like, "What the heck? Like we're gonna watch this all over again?" And I was like, "No, it's like the show." But I, I I even love the way that they did like the score too, where it was like, you know, in in the movie it didn't happen that way, but I love how they like you know when when uh, when one of the one of them, uh, whether it was you know Danny or or. Uh, What's his name? Joey Lawrence? What's his name? Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence. Joey Lawrence is the other guy from Blossom. Yeah. <laughs> when he, uh, when either one of them like scored a point, like, you know, there would be like this little like flashcard thing that would come up and just be like LaRusso one and then like Lawrence one, two. So it was just like really cool the way that they were doing that. And then how it like seamless, seamlessly worked into like the beginning of the show where it like showed the Johnny Lawrence, like they're just kind of pounding the ground a little bit, like disappointed. I love that the way they did that, like they integrated that really well, like you were saying. Um, so yeah, like I, I totally understand 
what you're talking about where they're not really using it as a way to like like oh look at me remember me where were you when you watched this or whatever exactly it was like no it worked really well to kind of move the story along of like we're picking up from like this moment on and so like this is like the the next like natural step from there yeah and and i wish i could say something else but i don't want to because it'll spoil a little bit but the way they use like how they're using johnny lawrence in this story is so good it's genius dude it's like i love it you know it's yeah, it's the. I don't even want to use this description word because I think it will kind of give something away. But just I, I, I would highly recommend you guys check it out, watch it. it it's so much fun, dude. It really is, and uh, you, I think I think everyone will enjoy it, man. It's so good. Check it, check it out. Check, check, yeah, check so it out. far from from what I've seen, um, you know, it's it's pretty awesome. And then just having like the counterpart to that, like having another, like having. A- Hispanic kid like this happening in California and having like a Hispanic character playing like the like the other main role I guess yeah yeah, yeah. um which I love, I love uh, that he was a Dodgers fan <laughs> yeah I love like all those little like touches to <laughs> like you know you'll see like Encino on there and like there's some parts where you see like Tarzana and all this stuff so for us you know like California natives LA natives all that stuff is very uh is very um uh how would I say? Um, well, I'm blanking on the word right now, but it's very familiar. <laughs> it's very familiar to us. So it's always like nice to have like those little touches of like, oh, this is kind of like what it's like here. And it was a pretty good, I think it was a pretty good representation of, uh, of California so far. But yeah, I just think that that is um, a, a pretty cool detail that they had like a little Hispanic kid. Yeah. 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 I thought that was a, uh... That was cool. He was to, even to like, kind of updated like John Lawrence is like, yeah, John Lawrence is like, oh, you know, like, uh, like, oh, great, another immigrant. And that dude's like, I am from Riverside, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's funny because, you know, I can't say it, dude, because it's going to just kind of give it away a little bit. But yeah, watch it. Just watch it. You, you, I'm, I'm sure for those that, you know, are listening out there, just watch it. I think you guys will enjoy it. So I thought it'd be fun. To um, to since it's an, a the the TV show is based on an '80s movie, thought it'd be fun to you know talk about if there's an '80s movie that we would like to be turned into a TV show. What would that be? Like, what would that be? Oh, before we before we jump into that though, I I am upset about one thing with Cobra Kai. It's like they didn't use you're the best around. All right. I wanted to hear it. I wanted to hear it in every episode. Yeah, that should have been the theme song, dude. <laughs> that would probably be an overkill. Um, yeah. So, uh, so what, what I was thinking about is like, why don't we look and see? Is, are there, is there an eighties movie that we would love to be turned into a TV show? Um. Yes. Definitely. What's a that? lot, actually. Uh, for me, as you guys all know already, my deep-seated love for one p- particular monster movie, I think it would be a fantastic show, uh, which is Monster Squad. Monster uh, Squad. Yes, dude. I think it, it is like it's prime territory for uh, for um, like a Netflix bingeable type of show. Uh 
only because yes, you could say like, oh, what is basically Stranger Things? Like that's essentially what it, what it is. Um, yes, but at the same time, like Stranger Things is more of a like horror sci-fi type of thing where um, Monster Squad would just be like a, a straight up like horror show, like horror anthology type of show where they're they're dealing with all these like classic movie monsters you know like they're they have like the frankensteins and the draculas and the mummy and the werewolf and things like that and i'm sure they can uh think of other other type of monsters to use too and i think that's what would make it unique in that they can bring in you know they have like these they'll they'll obviously have like the the broader story arc of you know dracula basically wanting to take over the world type of thing but you have all these like other little like small little arcs where they're kind of doing like a, a villain of the week type of thing where they have to like fight, you know, a, a group of zombies or something or or these like, I don't know, freaking. Yeah, something. Yeah. Dracula minions or something like that. <laughs> but I think it, it just it gives you another opportunity to like mind that that well a little bit of like um, a team. A kid dynamic um and then just kind of like using that that old uh you know like some of the old characters in the same way like i i hope that they would bring back like some of the older characters to just kind of play as like consultants almost or <laughs> like ghostbuster versions of uh those same characters from the movie and bringing it into a tv show i don't know i think it, it would do well i think it, it would be cool it, it, that, that would and be... even if like and i think it would be kind of like the the counter to stranger things so if they would put this on like i don't know hbo max or something like that as opposed to putting it on netflix um you know i think that would be pretty interesting too because then you wouldn't have both of them sitting in like one like sitting in, in one streaming service so that you can have like a little bit of competition you know going with like Stranger Things and and this this show too, like Monster Squad. I don't know. I think it'd be pretty dope. Well, I think I think you're. Yeah, that would be one of them, I guess. Uh, uh, unfortunately, yeah, it would look like um, like uh, Stranger Things has taken a little bit out of it. You know, a little bit of the um, wind out of it because you have Stranger Things already doing the '80s nostalgia, <clears throat> and there are a bunch of kids and everything, but. Nah, man, I, I I hear what you're saying, dude. But I think I think the real gold mine, dude, is doing a TV show based on Over the Top with Sylvester Stallone, dude. Yes, having, dude. Having the Sylvester Stallone part being played by John Cena, yeah, as the, as the new Lincoln Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going now, yeah. and it's not it's not arm wrestling. This time it's complete real wrestling, like yeah. actual wrestling, dude. And John Cena going out there and uh, trying to get the WWE Championship, and it's called yeah. Well, while trying to restore his relationship with his long lost daughter, yeah. he always had to throw like the gender swap, dude. And it's called and, over and the was... top rope. Rope, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, dude. That's it, Sign dude. Me up. That's it, man. Right now Fine. they got to do that. Put it Netflix. Netflix, get get to work, dude. Over the top TV show, dude. The freaking Big Show's already already has like a, a Netflix show. Just like do like a cross, uh, you know, like a I cross watch, franchise. Type I tried of thing. watching it, dude. I, I know, movie. me too. Yeah, I, I, couldn't, yeah. I just I watched like one episode. Like, yeah, dude, I can't, I can't do this. Dude. Yeah, not gonna happen. Nah, yeah, I'm not gonna continue watching this. 
Now, seriously, okay, that's not really my my, my pick, dude. I think what? Um, no, no, uh, it would be epic, but no, I think. I mean, there's there's a couple of things to pick from, dude. Like, wouldn't you love seeing a TV series about the movie They Live, the classic Roddy Roddy Piper movie? Yeah, oh. dude. I think, and honestly, like uh, we were kind of talking about this before. I think if you were to get freaking Zipka to play the uh, to play the Roddy Piper role, I think, dude, that guy has like it. It's almost scary of like, like it, it's like uh, Roddy Piper like reincarnated in in this freaking Johnny Lawrence yeah. character. Like he he gives me such like Roddy Piper vibes throughout. And Cody, sorry, <laughs> you hear my dog barking in the background, but he, uh, yeah, he's for whatever reason, I don't know if it's presence, if it's his presence, or if it's the way that he talks, like his inflections or whatever. But it's just for even before you mentioned it, before you brought up the whole Roddy Piper thing earlier today, um, I, I just had that in the back of my head. I was like, dude, this guy reminds me so much of Roddy Roddy Piper, it's ridiculous. So I think it's like perfect, it's like it's it's tailor made for him, dude. Just give him another shot, dude. Give him another show, Netflix. No, dude. Come on, give it to him. Yeah, I see what you're saying, dude. He's got that like that care like carefree, like I don't care, dude. Like whatever, you know. Yeah, but it's it's totally the whole uh, you know, I came here to to kick ass and chew bubble gum and I'm all out of gum. Like he has that that bit of uh you know, like like you say, like I don't give an F yeah, type of feeling to exactly. him, which is exactly. pretty dope. Um so but yeah, I think that would be like an awesome show because it it's they kind of left like a- it, yeah, kind of left it sort of a cliffhanger. If you guys haven't seen that movie, it's by John Carpenter. It's a alien invasion movie where Roddy Roddy Piper is sort of like a grifter or whatever, but he finds these glasses that he's able to see the actual aliens among us, and it's sort of the it's sort of what makes the movie cool, right? The sunglasses he's got to wear these sunglasses mm-hmm. to be able to see them, and it's all like really cool stuff. So, yeah, and it has by far. Probably one of the best fights Fight scenes? Yeah, filmed dude. That, that was ever put on film, dude. It was amazing. It puts, I just I mentioned the you know like the five boardroom massacre scene. I talked about like the the uh, daredevil hallway scene. Like this puts all that to shame, dude. Bro, this thing uh, just is in like, terms of length and like, like six minutes long or something like that. five six <laughs> minutes long ridiculous dude. of just these two guys beating up on each other on a on a very uh i don't want to say it's realistic but it's it's so like like bone crunching and they're just going at it dude yeah. and it's just it's so entertaining to watch and it's so good dude yeah it's, so and it's to the point like it's it, it it gets to the point where it becomes like so ridiculous but then like it, it, you're kind of like, oh, come on, dude. Like, come on. That's not really going to happen. But it, it, like, it gets over the hump. And then you're like, dude, you just wanted to keep going at that point. It's already been like 15 minutes of these dudes just fighting. Don't forget that the reason they're fighting is because he wants them to wear these glasses. And the guy right? says, no. Yeah. And that's the whole reason why they're fighting. He's like, you're going to wear these glasses. He's no. And they end up fighting until he wears the damn glasses. It's hilarious, oh, dude. dude. It it's- is amazing. It's so great. Excuse me. I, I, yeah, yeah. That that movie, they live. Definitely go check that out for sure, man. Um, but here's my pick, my real, true, honest to God pick that I would love for a TV show to be uh, made of is I want to see more adventures 
of Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China, dude. Yeah. Big Trouble dude. in Little China. Uh, that movie is such a gem, dude. 1986, Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Kurt his Russell? Name? Kurt Russell, yes. Kurt Russell in this role is just beautiful, and, and like, just amazing. Yes, dude. Chef's kiss, like... Yeah. I wanted to do that, but I don't think it would translate on a podcast. <laughs> he, about, but you had, to call it, you had to call it out, dude. Chef's yeah. kiss... To freaking Kurt Russell in that movie. He is, like, literally a gem in that movie. That that movie, like... Dude, if you guys haven't had a chance to watch it, just watch it, dude. Like, and I honestly don't think it, like, aged well. <laughs> it's not, like... uh, It didn't really hold up, uh, you what? know, through the test of time. Trouble I think, China? Yeah, no, but I'm saying, like, in terms of, like, the effects and, like, all that stuff is kind of, like like not the best but it's it is still probably one of the most like entertaining movies that you can like ever watch and i think most of it is because of how great kurt russell is in that movie that dude is so I, magnetic dude. i think it holds up in the way that you like you just said it, it's so entertaining obviously the special effects don't hold up because it's I mean, it was made in 1986 so some of those effects are not gonna look very good especially like for example like when the guy is like blowing up himself when he's getting big yeah, yeah. And it's like, he he looks, like cabbage patch. Yeah, it looks like a cabbage patch. Like he's all, oh, smoke coming out of his nose or anything. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah, we get it. But, dude, it's so entertaining, dude. I love this movie so much. Yeah, like, so honestly, good. dude, that's a movie that I can, I'm okay with going back and watching again, dude. Yeah, but that is like, I feel like they brought in enough. It can be called like Big Trouble Little China, but it doesn't necessarily have to do with like just that one like little area, you know, like. I feel like it, that is he's a truck driver, right? So yeah. his whole his whole thing would be going to different towns and finding these like weird X file type of like mysteries happening, and he's just kind of like a fish out of water in every situation, every scenario. And bro, what are you doing? Ends up being like the unfortunate you sh- hero. You should be writing the screenplay. Unintended hero is perfect, dude. For honestly, the it's like for the show. Come on, it is. It is like prime real estate for an amazing show to take place. To like, uh, the hard part though would be like casting that character because it all hinges on who plays that Jack Burton character, and if you don't get that right, then then your show's gonna be doomed. So I think that's. That therein lies the the uh, the real issue or the real challenge. That is true. I think dude. Is finding a character, but honestly, I think I got a pick, dude. And I feel like he's been my pick for a lot of things, just because I want to see him in more things. And it's uh, I think his name is like uh, something Magnuson or I forget what his um what his first name is. But he was in in uh, Maniac. He was also in uh, in Aladdin. Um, He's been in, in a couple other things too. I can't remember what his his first name is. But if you uh, see a picture of yes. him, you know who he is. I know who is. you're talking about. Yeah. Oh yes, dude. Um, he's in um date night. He's the the dude who uh, is always getting like the 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 uh, the uh, like bimbo yes, girls. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yep. That's right. He's the prince. The the yeah the other Bill- prince. Billy Magnuson. Yes, dude. So that dude, I feel like he walks a very fine line of like comedy and um, like, eh, like, and he, he just has like this air of 
of confidence to him. Uh, but he can like do comedy like at a drop of a hat, and it looks like he can also do like action. Like he he seems like a pretty fit dude, so I think he can he can do like some of the action that stuff. Would, that would be great, dude. I, so I, I think he'd be like the perfect choice for something like that uh, for for this role. You should be you should be casting and writing the scripts for this show. Let's do it. I know that you before. There's been I've heard that there's talks of like The Rock wanting to to redo this movie. And like reboot it basically, where I'm assuming he'd be the Jack Burton character, and that's like, mm, nah. Like The Rock is cool. He's he's like a. You obviously could do action and comedy, but. Yeah, but not like this though. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. He's too like, he's he's too like like I raise you know like the whole like I raise thing is kind of like, his yeah. shtick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it, it doesn't come off as like natural i think it's just because he's too big like his body just doesn't allow him to be like uh relatable in that way and i think that's what made kurt russell so so great in that role was that like he wasn't buff or anything like that like he was just like a relatable like this could be you you could be dropped into this situation and and like if you're confident in that way like you'd be able to do the, the exact same things that he did it wasn't anything like supernatural or amazing like he was literally just like there and just filling up space yeah which i think made it awesome yeah yeah definitely dude so there it is dude let's let's put our uh beta report power see if we can get something like that done heck yeah dude that would, that would be dope dude i'm down um just 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 um kind of going on a little tangent i know we're talking about 80s movies but if we could do an 80s tv show how come nobody's brought the a-team back actual remake of the a-team I mean, they've done Hawaii Five O. They've done uh, Full House. You know, uh, I hear now they want to do a remake of uh, of um, The Fresh Prince. How come we can't yeah, get one? How come we can't get uh, one of the A Team, dude? That would be dope. Maybe because like that movie didn't do as well. I guess, I but so maybe it like... works more as a TV show, though. I mean, that's what it was. That's what it was before, right? Yeah. Yeah, but maybe it was just like, I don't know, they're just kind of using that as like the barometer test where they're like, all right, like the temperature wasn't like too hot on the movie. Like, and they had pretty legit actors, you know, like Liam Neeson and um, Jessica Biel and Bradley Cooper. So they had like legit people. And and it's one of my favorite movies. Honestly, like I have a deep, uh, a deep seated uh, connection and relationship to that movie. uh, but uh, <laughs> you mean the 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 this what is it a reboot remake or yeah the that. remake movie yeah yeah um because I liked it I it's, it's actually a little like it gets a little it gets kind of a bad rap but come on I enjoyed it dude they're, it's they're flying like, they're actually maneuvering a tank in the air it's the it's the scene that we go back to every single freaking time so because it's so ridiculous. That it is amazing, dude. Like they're steering a tank by firing the freaking cannon. Like how ridiculous is it? But they do it, and it's so, like entertaining. It's so dumb, but it's good at the so same good. time. Yes. It's so yes, bad, bro. it's good. That's that's yep. that's what I feel. Anyways, all right, man. Time to wrap up this episode. Why don't we really quick give a um a uh, pick of the week? A what? A pick of the week. There it is, bro. Do you have a pick of the week uh, that you want to talk about or no? Uh, I'm gonna say Mulan, since we're yes. we're kind of headed in that direction. 
Um, this is one of our like like highly anticipated movies of the year of last year or this year. I don't even remember when it was originally gonna gonna come out. Um, it was March of this year, right? I think. Yes, it was Something right. Like it that. was like it was supposed to come out like a week or two weeks uh, uh, after the the shutdown. So oh, shutdown okay. happened around like what March. 15th or something like that or 17th yeah. and then and the movie was supposed to come out like March 28th or something like that yeah which is uh which is pretty crazy yeah so yeah this is one of those that we've been waiting for for a long time and um this is total like family viewing I think like it's I think one that you can all kind of sit together and watch and everyone on every level is going to enjoy mm-hmm. um so I'm looking forward to it because I know we'll be able to sit down with Hazel and like watch the entire movie and just have like a full on movie night. Nice. Um, which I think is going to be pretty awesome. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. So, so Mulan would be my pick. So I would I, I would uh, recommend people watch Lovecraft Country on HBO right now. Mm, Lovecraft yeah, Country. It's 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 weird, dude. It's out there. Uh but I think the man, this this probably says a lot about me right now. But the the um the part that is satisfying is that the show takes place in like 19, 1960 around there, like right around the civil rights movement, mm-hmm. and um, and and the the main characters are Atticus, um, Black, and Letitia Jones. I think I can't remember her last name, and then her his uncle. But I don't want to say anything about what happens there. But it just it's it's these three characters who are black and they're in the middle of all this like racism and stuff like you actually get to see how they're being treated by you know their neighbors and just this is you know just the racism that's prevalent during that time and mm-hmm. it's sort of satisfying that this show has a lot of um like monsters and all these type of that type of elements that are going on in the show um, and sometimes you'll see these races get, you know, eaten by a monster or something. So that's <laughs> part that's kind of, kind of satisfying there. Yeah. But uh, awesome. it's it's really <clears throat> it's, it's really well done. It's really good. There's some you know mystery around it. So I would recommend you check it out. It's called Lovecraft Country on uh, HBO. So check it out on there. So, anyways, we come to the excuse me end of the show thank you so much for everybody for joining us for this episode of the beta report don't forget to check out our um social media pages at the beta report go check it out follow us on instagram on facebook on twitter that we we don't use and our website thebetareport.com you can catch all the older episodes i mean you can go way way back catch even the first ones dude and uh you'll enjoy some of those episodes so Go and check it out. Jay, anything you want to shout out before we get out? Uh, no, I think I'm good. You're good? You sure? Yeah. All right. Yep. We'll give our uh, Mulan review next week. Definitely yeah. be talking about that. So, yeah, that's it, man. Thank you for joining us. Uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast on any podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. It's a big one. Go and check it out, and uh, you will... Hopefully enjoy it until a friend. So for the better video report, this is the crime. This is Jay. Until next week.